Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today, I am just going to uh, talk myself, provide a little bit of commentary about baseball, because we have had some very interesting things going on over about the last uh, 10 or 11 months, and that is three players from Central Illinois have all made their uh, Major League Baseball debuts. It started last season when Chucky Robinson, a catcher from Danville, was brought up by the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he played uh, in a number of games late in the season. Uh, I know he hit a home run uh, in one. He has since uh, been sent down to the minors to trip away this year, uh, 2023. Uh, but he is obviously a great story. And then within one day of each other, uh, this year in the 2023 season, um, pitchers, Jeff Lindgren uh, with Seattle made his major league debut, and Dylan Dodd, uh, from Bismarck Hanning uh, with the Atlanta Braves made his debut. Uh, Lindgren, of course, is from Centennial High School in Champaign. And, you know, as I, as I look back over the history of, of sports and athletics in Central Illinois over probably about the last 50 years, other than the Olympic sports and in particular speed skating, I would say our area, that, you know, general area from like Danville to, to Bloomington to Mattoon to Kankakee in there, has probably had more success uh, with baseball and getting athletes to the major leagues uh, than, than any other sports. And it, it goes back even to the, to the late 1970s, a little tiny town in Iroquois County, Buckley Loda, uh, had a pitcher that made it up uh, to the San Francisco Giants, Scott Geraltz. Um, he had quite a career uh, with them. Uh, and this was when he played at Buckley Loda, of course, before um, uh, they consolidated with, with Paxton Buckley Loda. Uh, a few years later, later in the 1980s, Darren Fletcher from Oakwood, uh, you know, made it. Uh, he had a great career in high school, went on to the U of I, and then uh, played professionally for a number of years. Um, was just an outstanding catcher. And I had the privilege of, of watching him uh, grow up and play in summer leagues. And I would say of, of any players I have seen, he was probably the one that I would say uh, would have had a chance uh, to, to really go on and do something uh, as a teenager, as a 15, 16-year-old. He was playing in the amateur EI baseball league in, in the summer. And this was back when those teams were loaded with college pitchers who came back to the area or, or you know, came to the area at least uh, in the summer to play baseball. They maybe didn't want to have the full commitment of, of playing in the collegiate league where you have to commit yourself for two and a half or three months, but they wanted to get some innings in and, and they came to Central Illinois. And at that time, there was just a bevy of outstanding pitchers. And, and for two or three years in a row, uh, as a high school teenager, uh, Darren was hitting 340, 350, 360 uh, in, in summer ball against that kind of competition. And so I felt back then that uh, he would have a chance, and, and obviously it worked out well for him. And then, of course, another one was Matt Hurgis from Centennial High School, who, who made it uh, to the major leagues as well and, and pitched for a number of years and then has remained active as a, as a coach at the major league level. Um, the thing about Hurgis that, that really stands out is he probably, um, coming out of high school, uh, most people, at least myself, would not have said that he was primarily a pitcher first. He was uh, an outstanding uh, hitter, outstanding third baseman uh, who also pitched. And, you know, that may have been one of the keys is that, uh, you know, he wasn't overworked early at a, at a young age, didn't have a lot of uh, wear and tear on his arm, and then was able to develop as he went on. And... But what, what I really want to do is I want to look at the, uh, the three that have come up most recently, Robinson, Dodd, and um, Jeff Lindgren, and starting with Chucky Robinson, because he was the first one to come up. 
I did some research and, and went back and looked at the, uh, the all area teams that we picked while I was at the News Gazette. And I, I guess you'd have to say we got it right with Chucky. As a sophomore, he was on the all area first team, as a junior on the all area first team and the player of the year, and as a senior on the all area first team. Uh, primarily as a catcher, he could play some other positions, but uh, catching is what he did best. And I, you know, I look back through some of the stories that were written about him at the time, and I remember conversations. Uh, his father and his grandfather both had the opportunity to play uh, baseball uh, and were in, in minor league systems, in minor league teams, uh, uh, at, least, at least for a year, and I think in his dad's case for several years. Uh, and they, too, were, were primarily catchers. And I know that uh, his grandfather, in fact, even when Chucky was in high school, I think his grandfather was around 70, 72, still throwing batting practice to, to Chucky. So, uh, you know, that was just an outstanding baseball family. And uh, he was brought up on the sport at, at a young age. Um, one, one story that I remember is he was uh, hitting off of a pitching machine as a four-year-old. So uh, I, I bet there's not too many uh, uh, four-year-olds that are doing that. There may be a few that will try, but uh, as far as actually, you know, connecting and, and hitting the ball, I, I don't think so. So, you know, in his case, I, I think it was uh, clear that he was pretty special at a young age and was going to have a future. But, you know, the interesting thing, it, it's not just about uh, what you do in high school. It's how you develop beyond, because there's a lot of people that have had just terrific high school careers, and, and maybe in some cases, terrific uh, collegiate careers, and then for whatever reason, they, they don't make it. Maybe they're, uh, you know, not with a team that will, uh, you know, they're playing in a position and, and the team that they're, uh, that they're with just, uh, you know, is loaded at the major league level. Uh, maybe they just have a couple bad seasons in the minor leagues. Maybe they get tired of the, of the travel and the, and the rigors of minor league ball. Um, and for whatever reasons, don't don't make it. But, uh, you know, Chucky was one that, that persevered. He made it through and uh, hopefully he will get another shot. But uh, just uh, just an outstanding story. And I think in, in his case, one that uh, you, you could say you, you saw coming. Um, I believe if I remember the, the rankings right and I don't remember which service this was, I apologize for that. Um, but for the high school class of 2013, which was his senior year, uh, he was ranked as one of the top 40 prospects in the country, regardless of position. So uh, that was a case where uh, you, you look at the rankings, you look at the potential, and then you look at what his accomplishments were, and, and they just all fit together and, and allow him to do what he has done. Uh, that's not always necessarily the case, uh, especially with rankings, because a lot of times the, the rankings in whatever sport you're talking about, it, it's who is seen, uh, who goes to the exposure camps, who goes to the uh, the summer tournaments where, where scouts can come and see, you know, over a weekend, they can see 15 or 20 different teams and, and you know, whatever that would be, you know, 200 some odd players in, in a weekend. So, uh, you know, just because you are, are ranked highly or on the flip side that you're not ranked highly uh, doesn't necessarily provide an accurate indication of, of you know, what your potential is and, and what will happen for the future. And that leads me to, to Jeff Lindgren, who I, I think is just the, the perfect shining example of that. Um, Jeff never made uh, the News Gazette All Area First Team as both a, uh, I'm sorry, as a junior and a senior as a pitcher. Uh, he was on the, the second team. Uh, he had some some good statistics, but not you know necessarily anything that uh, you would say was just just outstanding. In fact. As a junior uh, in 2014, the spring of 2014, uh, he had a um, ERA of two, 258 with 56 strikeouts in 62 and a third innings. His ERA was fourth on the team. So, 
you know, you, you look at you look at that performance and you say, well, you know, a good high school player, uh, what's going to happen? And well, obviously, clearly what, what has happened is, you know, beyond high school, uh, he continued to improve. He continued to work at it. He stayed with it and, and persevered. And, you know, the, the thing that I that has always struck me is, is when you look at, uh, you know, you, you look at rankings or you look at success, you know, they, they measure maybe some of the the physical ability and uh you know, you, you look at potential, but they don't necessarily measure the, the heart. They don't mis- measure the desire and things like that. And I, I know that is, uh, you know, especially true in, in a sport like basketball, because over the years, you, you look at who gets recruited. And a lot of times, you know, it might be if you're a, you know, a 6'10", 6'11", player in high school, you know, maybe you're averaging seven or eight points a game. Uh, you might have 10 or 15 different colleges, uh, you know, offering scholarships. And it's not based on your performance. It's based on your potential and what they see in the future. And you might be a a 5'11 guard averaging 30 points a game and wind up with maybe no scholarship offers or one at the most. So, uh, you know, I don't think performance is always the the key thing in terms of, uh, you know, whether a person is going to be recruited or, you know, how they're going to perform uh, beyond that. But, Certainly, you have to give props to, to Jeff Lindgren for hanging in there. Uh, in his major league debut, he threw five innings, um, has since been sent back down to, to AAA, but, uh, you know, like with Chucky, hopefully he will get a chance again to, to come up. Um, Dylan Dodd, I, I think, is just a, a very, very interesting story. Uh, first of all, you look at him, and, and he was what you would, I think, you know, most people would describe as just an outstanding multi-sport athlete, uh, good in football, good in baseball. Um, you know, which was his best sport? I don't know. Uh, a lot of that comes down to, to what the, the person feels the most comfortable with. Uh, clearly, baseball was the sport that, that he pursued. And, you know, again, I, I look at some of his uh, honors and, and some of his accolades and, and recognition. Um, he was on the uh, News Gazette All-Area team uh, as a junior, first team, uh, but that was as an outfielder. And uh, that year, he batted 500, stole 35 bases, and the, uh, the little blurb on him in the, in the section where, you know, the, the players are highlighted, it said he had limited pitching innings, but in those innings, he had an 0.29 earned run average. So, at, you know, at that point, he was kind of, uh, you know, more of a position player, really a lot like Matt Hurgis, a position player who, who also pitched. Um, and then as a senior, Dodd, uh, you know, made the, the first team again. Um, and he, he did more pitching that year, but I, I, I noted with interest on the list where it lists the, uh, the all-area players, it listed him as a pitcher slash outfielder. And again, it talked about his hitting accomplishments. He hit 494 as a senior, six home runs. Uh, but then, you know, his pitching really increased in terms of the, uh, the statistics and what he did. High school senior, 89 strikeouts and 62 and two-thirds innings, won eight games, had an 078 earned run average. So um, clearly kind of what you would call the, the epitome of, of a good all-around player, a, a person who could pitch, a person who could hit. And, you know, there again, uh, just somebody that, that continued to, to work at his game and impress. And I'm pretty sure if you would have looked at uh, – Everything. If you talk to the people in the Atlanta Braves organization on, you know, February 1st, January 20th, something like that, said, uh, you know, who's going to be on your opening roster this year? Uh, they might give you a list of 30, 40 names, but I guarantee you that Dylan Dodd would not have been one of those. He wasn't even on the 40-man roster uh, for spring training. He was invited to, to go to camp, and what he did there was just remarkable. I mean, he had a great spring, and he basically, you know, worked his way onto the team 
by the opportunities he had and then how he performed uh, once he was given those opportunities. So um, he had two outings, went uh, five innings, got a win in his very first game down in St. Louis. And of course, those of you that know me are, uh, will know that uh, I'm never disappointed if a, a pitcher beats the Cardinals. So, uh, you know, I have to give a, a great shout out to Dylan uh, for getting that win in his major league debut. And then uh, on Easter Sunday, he was uh, in the featured game uh, against the San Diego Padres, the, the featured night game. Uh, that game did not go as well for him, but uh, he still went, uh, I believe, about five innings, uh, gave up a number of one, runs, did get a loss in that game, um, and has sent been, since been sent back down to, to AAA. Uh, but but he has been there. He knows what it's like. And I, I think a lot of times those people, you, you work so hard to get there, but your, your goal can't be just to make it to the major leagues. Your goal has to be able to be there uh, and contribute and, and be able to stay over a period of time. And I think, you know, now that that all these players, uh, him and, and Lindgren and, and Chucky Robinson have been there, they know what it's like, what it takes to to be there. And that's going to make them work even harder to, to get back at it and you know, in the in the case of pitchers, uh, you know, I doubt if the pitchers that are on the staff right now with the, the Braves uh, are going to be the ex same exact ones that are going to be on the, the roster and on the staff for the rest of the year. Uh, so I, I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic that, uh, that Dylan is going to get another uh, opportunity as well, uh, hopefully this season, but certainly if not uh, beyond. I mean, he's still, a, a, you know, a young person with a lot of potential. Um, and I think it's just magnificent that, that he has made it. But beyond that, I, I think what really stands out is just what has happened to our area uh, with the sport of baseball. Uh, it's just really exploded over the years uh, and, and just from a variety of area and a variety of size schools. Uh, you know, Bismarck Henning's, you know, several hundred students. Uh, of course, obviously, Danville, um, you know, has, has been, it uh, has lost some enrollment. But I mean, it's been a school of uh, anywhere from 13 to 1500 students. Um, you know, I mentioned Buckley Loda. They had just a few hundred students back when, when Scott Geraltz were there. Uh, Centennial probably had 1,300, 1,400 when, when Matt Hurgis was there. So, uh, and of course, Oakwood, um, you know, a, a very small school as well, just uh, numbering in the hundreds, probably three, 400 when Darren Fletcher was there. So it doesn't necessarily matter the size school you're from or the location you're, you're from. You don't have to be you know, in the Chicago area, the suburbs, Chicago, uh, St. Louis, uh, that metropolitan area to, to get noticed and get exposed. And, and that is because of, again, just the, the number of uh, uh, tournaments, the number of camps and so on and so forth where people can go to and, and be seen and, uh, and, and show the scouts what they can do. So talking about showing scouts what they can do, we, we certainly have uh, that going on this year in, in Muhammad with Blake Walters, a, a senior pitcher on the uh, on the Bulldogs baseball team. The Bulldogs are 12 and two right now. Uh, Blake is off to a two and one start as a senior after uh, being the, the News Gazette player of the year as a junior Had just an incredible junior season, 10 and 0 and um, gave up one earned run his his entire junior season. And uh, struck out 100, and I believe it was 119 batters in 58 and two-thirds innings. So uh, a little over two an inning, and then he's he's got that pace going even a little bit better this year. 40 strikeouts in his first 16 and two-thirds innings uh, as a senior, and just one earned run allowed again. So uh, he's obviously doing something right, and and I'm clearly not the only person that uh, that thinks that. In every game he has pitched this year, there's been at least 24 major league scouts in attendance. And uh, a week ago when he pitched at Effingham, uh, all 30 teams were, were represented. And, you know, 
that is significant for a number of reasons. First of all, uh, you know, in this day and age, when you know, like I said, when uh, you can go to exposure camps and tournaments and see a bunch of people, for scouts to continually come to see one person, that means one thing: that they are interested. They are they are wanting to see this person. They're not wanting to see him just one time. Not knowing maybe, you know, is the competition maybe a little bit subpar today? Uh, are we seeing the best game he's ever pitched? Are we seeing an average game or are we seeing a blow par uh, average game? So uh, they are coming and coming back to see what he does over a period of time. And, you know, in my mind, as, as a teenager, to be able to handle this situation and continue to produce like he has done uh, in previous years it is really Quite remarkable. Because it's one thing to, to have the potential, but then to know that when you're out there that you've got all these extra sets of eyes on all the radar guns that are out there flashing and clicking. And, um, you know, in, in terms of that, uh, I, I don't believe he has quite hit 100 miles an hour yet this year on his fastball. He's been in the upper 90s, reached 99. Uh, but I believe in every one of his outings, he's been somewhere between 95, 98, uh, 95, 99. So, uh, you know, clearly, Clearly, uh, he is a pitcher with potential, uh, had originally committed to Purdue, uh, but later has uh, has committed and signed with Arizona. Uh, but it, it certainly looks like uh, when the June uh, free agent draft comes around this year, uh, that he is somebody that, uh, you know, some team, some uh, program is going to take a, a chance on and uh, try to see if they can entice him to sign and, uh, you know, start his, uh, start his professional career. And so um, I, I think... You know, we, we've talked about his his velocity and uh, and earned run average. Probably the thing that that strikes me even more than that is just the control that he has exhibited. And um, you know, in the last year as a junior, he walked very few batters all season. I think it was something like it was under twenty. I think nineteen batters all season in, in like uh, almost sixty innings. Um, and this year in his first 16 innings, uh, his issue just two walks. So to be able to, to throw that hard, have that kind of command of, of multiple pitches. I mean, you're not going to get drafted if you're, you know, a person that can just throw hard and, and you don't have any other pitches. So he's, he's got other things in his repertoire and, um, you know, is clearly a, a person of, of interest and potential. And people will probably say, well, you know, this has never happened around Muhammad before. This is a first and I suppose, you know, technically that might be right, at least in terms of the, the massive amount of interest game after game and the number. Um, but those of us that were around here in the early 90s will remember there was a pitcher from Muhammad named Jeff Martin, uh, outstanding pitcher uh, at the high school level. In fact, as a senior was the, the News Gazette Player of the Year that year, uh, went on to pitch at the University of Illinois. Uh, his first game, Jeff's first game that year as a senior was at Champaign Central. 18 major league scouts were in attendance that day, uh, primarily to see him. There are some other good players on, on both teams as well, but he was primarily the, the one that they were there to see. So, um, you know, while there's maybe not the, the overwhelming interest, uh, you know, in terms of in the past uh, with the major league scouts coming uh, to the games, whether they're home games for the Bulldogs or, or away games, uh, it, it's certainly not unprecedented. And, and this has happened before, and I'm certain at some point down the road, uh, it, it will happen again. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I always look at, you know, why things are happening, why this is going on. And I think in the, in the sport of baseball, you, you have to say, you know, there, there are several things going on. Uh, first of all, you look at the training facilities around the area. I mean, there's there's uh, facilities that uh, either currently are or have been recently uh, in Champaign, Danville, St. Joe, 
um, where athletes can go and, uh, and work with a trainer or get swings in, uh, you know, regardless of the time of year. And then beyond that, certainly, you know, there are the, the travel teams, the, the youth teams. And I know, you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings about that. You know, the, the eight and under programs, you know, how, how uh, young is too young to, to expose them, uh, you know, let them, let them be kids. Uh, but, uh, you know, that type of opportunity is, is growing and those teams are out there. And I, I think what you're seeing is the, the players that are, you know, uh, outstanding players now are, are not ones that are just playing the sport of baseball uh, come about, you know, February 15th or March 1st. They're, they're playing the sport or involved in the sport some way or another, whether it's training or whether it's on the travel teams, they're involved 10 or 11 months out of the year. And some of them, you know, like in the case of, of Dylan Dodd that I mentioned, are, are multiple sport athletes doing a lot of things. Uh, you know, I know uh, Blake Walters has been a multiple sport athlete. In fact, as a junior, was on the News Gazette All Area Team as a basketball player. In addition, of course, to uh, to, to baseball, uh, made the tough decision to to give up that sport as a senior. But uh, uh, you know, clearly, he is somebody that has had good athletic ability as well. Uh, you know, Darren Fletcher did a lot of sports while he was in high school. Um, Chucky Robinson and Jeff Lindgren were primarily, I would say, just, just baseball players. I think they were involved in some other things, but baseball, uh, you would have to say, were the, were the sports that uh, uh, they really excelled in and, and the sports that they concentrated on. And, and uh, that, kind of, uh, that kind of work, that kind of commitment, uh, dedication uh, is something that will usually pay off in the long run, as it, as it has for those individuals. And you know, just kind of in, in reflection and, and in summary, I, I think what it what it shows to me, uh, you know, you look back on these all area teams and I guess, you know, one school of thought is, well, gosh, boy, the, the Gazette sure missed it when they didn't make, name uh, Lindgren uh, ever to a, a first team. And here he comes along and, and makes the major leagues and they sure got it right with Chucky Robinson because he was all area three times. But, you know, I, I don't think either of those is, is really valid because, what happens in the future is not necessarily predicated on, on what they're doing right now. Um, you know, I think, you know, at, at the time, the, the choices were, were probably correct. And, you know, you've got to remember, too, that, that in every year and every situation, it's not like uh, if you're picking a 10 or 12 man all area team that there's only 10 or 12 deserving candidates. There's, you know, probably easily two dozen that you could you could pick in any given year. And justify, I mean, not just put them on there, but I mean, based on their performance, their team's performance, the the role they had on the team, uh, how they did, uh, there's there's any number of outstanding athletes that you could pick. Uh, but I think clearly what it shows is just that it's not what you do now. It's the commitment that you make and the, and the work that you put in to try to better yourself and uh, improve in the future and go as far as you as you possibly can. Uh, in in the game and in the sport, whatever that game and sport is. I mean, I've been talking about uh, baseball today, um, but I mean, it's the same type of thing in, in football or basketball. And, you know, football players are probably a little bit of a, a disadvantage because, you know, baseball, softball, you can go out to a, to a shed, you can ha have a cage, you can uh, work on your swings, you can play pitch and catch with somebody else. Um, you know, if you're a football lineman, there, there are certainly things that you can do but to, to emulate the, the sport of football and the contact and everything. Uh, it's a little bit different. So, you know, that uh, may well come into play, too, as you as you look at the reason why uh, so many uh, prolific baseball players from our area have just really excelled over the over the past years. And 
like I say, I, I hope that there's there's more to come. Uh, you know, you, you look at the uh, success of the of the players around, and you wonder who will that next great player be. And uh, certainly at this moment, uh, I, I think eyes are going to be focused on on Blake Walters from Muhammad, uh, at least in the here and now for this year, spring of 2023, to see how he continues to do for the Bulldogs, how the team does. I think that is a big thing as well. And, you know, I, I don't know if I referred to this or not, but, uh, you know, back when I, I mentioned about Dylan Dodd and, and his high school success, uh, I talked about how good of a hitter he was as well. Um, same thing goes with, with Blake Walters. Uh, he, you know, last year hit six home runs so far this year in the team's first uh, 14 games off to a 12-2 and two start. He's, he's bashed seven home runs. So uh, you're, you're talking about athletes that can do a number of different things and, you know, certainly coming out of high school, I'm not sure that uh, that people would have said, you know, Dylan Dodd was primarily a pitcher uh, over a hitter. And like I, I mentioned earlier with Matt Hurgis, I, I think that was clearly the case with him. Uh, he, he was a good high school pitcher, but, uh, uh, you know, he, he wasn't necessarily the, the ace of the staff. He had uh, certainly games where he, he pitched well, but I mean, that was a team that had Andy Cotner, had Rich Hyde. Uh, they had an excellent, excellent pitching staff. And, and any one of those three, uh, I think, could have been qualified and, and could have been considered as the uh, as the team's top player. And so it was just, uh, uh, again, you know, Hurgis's work ethic and commitment and, and uh, uh, attention to detail that enabled him to continue advancing up the ladder and just not getting discouraged. I mean, that's another thing, too. I mean, baseball is a sport where, you know, if you if you hit 300, that means seven times out of 10, you're, you're making it out. Um, you know, pitchers are the same thing. I mean, if you have a, a 2.0 earned run average, you're allowing two runs, two earned runs every nine innings, uh, and that's considered good. But, you know, yet you're still allowing the, the two runs. So uh, there's always things that you can work and, and improve on, and you can't uh, you can't let the games that, uh, you know, maybe get away from you uh, affect your mindset uh, when, when you look ahead in the future. So um, I am just ecstatic in, in terms of, of looking at our uh, this greater central Illinois area and, and what the athletes have done, um, especially in the sport I'm focusing on today in, in baseball. And I think it's just uh, tremendous. Um, and, and again, you know, to see that happen, to have two players from the, the same basic area make their major league debuts within one day of each other, I, I think it's just remarkable. Uh, I'm sure that has never happened before uh, in our area, especially in baseball. You, you look at the players it's been, and it's not only they didn't happen in consecutive days, uh, in a lot of cases didn't happen in consecutive years. So, uh, you know, here we've had now three in, in just the last two years. And, and uh, you know, there's certainly others in the in the minor leagues now that uh, may get their chance. Champaign Central's put a number of great players uh, in position to uh, to continue their career. So there, there may well be others that uh, we'll be hearing about. Uh, in, in the years ahead. So those are just some of the thoughts that I have on, uh, you know, the, the area of baseball players past, uh, present, and, you know, like I say, the, the current players and uh, wishing everybody a lot of success and, and certainly enjoying the season and, and uh, looking forward to seeing those box scores and seeing some more uh, Dylan Dodd in the box score, Jeff Lindgren, and, and hopefully uh, Chucky Robinson will get back up and, and get another shot as well. So thank you for listening today. Uh, this has been I'm Game with Fred Croner, and we will be back again next week.